Hey friends and family, and maybe the odd stranger, welcome to my Monday Matters podcast. Today I'm going to give you a little bit of a warning before I get started. I want to let you know that sometimes I say things that annoy people. I am not necessarily for everybody. I know that. <laughs> the great thing is I don't really care, but I just thought I'd tell you that before I get started, that... um I don't have a whole, um, I don't have a filter, I think is what I'm trying to say. And I say things that sometimes people need to hear what they, what I'm saying, but I don't say it as delicately as Corey thinks I should say it, I guess is what I'm trying to put for a little preamble to this podcast. But anyway, if you've been in my nutrition counseling, you've heard me say all of this before, so you can probably even tune it out unless you need to hear it again. But this is this is the message that I give to my nutrition clients all the time when they are in my groups. Here's how it goes. If you buy it, you or somebody you love is going to eat it. Okay? So now let's talk about just that. I listen to parents, for the most part, the thriving moms, and I hear about how their weaknesses, they call them weaknesses, uh or their, their uh, sort of nemesis in the pantry and in the kitchen, things like chips and chocolate and pop and the things that they are very aware are not serving their bodies well and how they struggle because their family has all of this stuff in their house. They ha- we, you have, you know, the packaged chocolate-covered granola bars and you have the high-sodium packaged chips and and crackers and all that kind of stuff and you have all this in your house and you're trying to lose weight and you're busy and it's hard to not grab the things that make life easier even though you know they're not making you healthier. So I hear this all the time from people and you know what I say? If you buy it, you or somebody you love is going to eat it. Okay, we're going to come back to that again. I hear about parents who are fighting with their kids because they're not choosing healthy vegetables. They just want to eat junk they, or the, what the parents deemed as junk. They like convenience foods. They like to microwave the pizza pops or they like to open up a quick can of something. And, and parents know that those aren't the best options and that the kids should be picking th- more whole foods. They should be eating more vegetables. They should be eating leaner meats less processed foods, parents know all of these things and yet the kids aren't making the right choices. And so again, I say, if you buy it, you or someone you love is going to eat it. So where do you need to pick your battles and where do you need to start to find that strength in order for there to be change? Does it need to be in the restraint of the pantry? Does it need to be in the, you know, setting rules and boundaries over, you know, how many package items you can have and how many chips you get in a day and how many pop you get in a week and setting up all of these established rules in your house regarding the food that isn't serving you well? That works. That can work. But when it's not working, what do you need to do? You need to just stop buying it. And that's where my, I make people mad. I know they don't like when I say that. But ultimately, 
what would happen? Like, just think about it for a second. What would happen if you didn't buy chips? I think most of the time people pawn this off on the others. Oh, my husband would freak out if I didn't bring chips home. Really? Have you not brought chips home for three weeks in a row and watched him freak out? Or do you just always buy chips so you don't know that he would freak out? Or like, I like, I love that. I love to say, really? Would he really freak out? And then there's this pause, like, I don't know. I've never actually tried it. I always buy chips. I always buy pizza pops or I always buy, you know, dips or I always buy all the pop. My husband drinks a two liter of pop every day. Well, good, good for him. Tell him to go buy a two liter of pop then. Don't make that your excuse to be drinking pop. Your husband wants a two liter of pop. Tell him to go buy it. So that's, I, I know people get mad when I say all these kinds of things, but you ultimately, if you are in charge of bringing the food into the house, then I really, really want you to be in charge of what happens once the food's in the house. And if that's where you have struggle, and if that's where you want, you know, to, to figure out how to stop eating chips at night, the biggest way to stop eating chips at night is to not have chips to eat at night. We have chips in my house sometimes. There will be chips at the Cochran's house in the summertime when we are taking the boat out and we are having friends over. There will be chips because I don't think chips are that bad. But there's no chips in my house today. It's just a random, well, I'm recording this on a Friday. We might have chips on a Friday night maybe, but like on, an, on just on an average day, like they're not part of my weekly grocery shop. I don't buy chips, like a big bag of chips at Costco so that you could just dip your hand in there every single day because then you do. Then you dip your hand in there every day. So if you buy it, you or somebody you love is going to eat it. So pick your battles. The easiest way to do that is to go with a plan to the grocery store. The plan doesn't include the food that doesn't serve you well and makes you feel unhealthy. And then stick to the plan. That's where you got to be the strongest. And do you know that it would only take two or three trips to the grocery store, like two or three weekly trips to the grocery store of you being strong and not buying these things before people would adapt? I mean, you have to buy something to replace that. People might need to have, you know, other food in the house that is healthier options, but no one was actually getting any nutritional sustenance from the chips or the pop. So it's pretty easy to replace that with something better. It actually is pretty easy to, actually nothing is probably better to replace it with. So um, you want your kids to eat more vegetables? Have more vegetables and nothing else to choose from. If you want your kids to eat less packaged foods, don't have the packaged foods for them to choose. If you get upset because your kid's having a Dunkaroo before 9 a.m., well, yeah, you bought the Dunkaroos. Why do you have to fight about when you eat the Dunkaroos? How about you just don't buy the Dunkaroos? Those are the kinds of things that you get to be in charge of. You're in charge of that kind of stuff. You can decide when, you know, okay, we've had a really healthy week. And so now we get to make some choices that um, feel like we're having a treat now and then. And, and eventually, you could probably 
by the treat dunkaroos that you're going to have every once in a while. And because the kids get so used to not having them around, they would start to, they'd be able to sit on the shelf until it was time to have those. It would take a bit of time. I promise you, it doesn't happen overnight. But if you buy it, you or somebody you love is going to eat it. So my challenge to you next time you're in the grocery store is every single thing you go to grab and touch and put into your cart, I want you to think, if I buy this, someone's going to eat it. If I love these people and I want them all to be healthy and I want to make all my whole family have a healthy body weight and I want everyone to be sleeping well and I want everybody's attention to improve and I want everyone to feel amazing. The thing I'm holding in my hand right now in the grocery store is that taking us towards our goals or farther away from our goals. And if you only put the things in your cart that takes you towards your goals, a few weeks of doing that, imagine what would start happening to your family. You might all start to feel amazing. Anyway, you can let your husband listen to this podcast because I'm kind of calling him out. If he's the one that's driving the force behind needing the chips and the pop in the house, he should learn to go to the grocery store and buy that and then um, be supportive of the fact that you are not wanting to drink the pop and eat the chips. And if you're just using it as a bit of an excuse, I get that. I understand that 100%. But as... um. Somebody who thinks that you deserve to be feeling amazing and likes to call out people on the excuses because when you're in my nutrition program, that's what you're paying me to do. When you are working with me as a coach, if I let you tell me what's standing in the way of you becoming a healthier version of yourself and I tell you that everything that you're saying is really okay. That's so true. Yes, you should continue to buy the chips and the pop because for whatever reason you're giving me is a good reason. Yeah, you should keep doing that. If I was to say that, you're never going to get healthier and you're not going to lose any weight. And that's not really what my job is. My job is to say that's one of the excuses that you're making right at the moment or one of the crutches you have or just one of the things that has been a tradition. And it's okay to challenge those traditions. It's okay to say, yeah, I know you've bought chips every week since you've gone to the grocery store as a grown adult, but what if you didn't? It's okay to challenge those traditions and and those excuses. And that is my job when people start to pay me to help them to feel better. So this Monday matters. If you buy it, you or somebody you love is going to eat it. And I believe that you deserve to feel amazing. Thanks for being here.